Welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 179. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinisky. Hey there. Hey, I was going to say, because I want to start the podcast mentioning uh, that the pores are at it again, and the pores have discovered the Fiat. Oh, no. I saw a Fiat on the way here. No. With a crackle tune. Like, it looked like... It looked, was it that one? It was, was it Corey's car? No, it looked just like Corey's. At first, I'm like, what did Corey do? Because it was like it, it was in a Barth. It was the same color, same interior, two oh, chads no. driving it. Oh, no. And uh, crackle tune exhaust, a big, dumb diffuser, and it was like stanced, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. It was like slammed on its nuts with stock wheels about a mile inland from where the wheel arches. I'm excited for when they total that. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, uh, with those Ray Bans, whatever. Oh, God, 80s no, no, no. He's no, got they... he's got pit vipers on. No, both of these guys looked like suspiciously close to you, like how you normally look. And I was like very shocked. I'm like, no, Corey did. Like, I honestly thought it was you in my rearview mirror until I looked over and like obviously it wasn't. Corey you. found an acetylene torch and started to sag his springs out. Oh God, I feel like I've been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you have been. All right. So anyway, hi. Welcome to uh, Carb- 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 yep. Carbitrage. We're we're good with the intros. Uh, beer. Uh, I, I am probably gonna die at some point because I just had a surly uh, it, but now I'm drinking a Heineken. I have a Heineken too. Very good. So does this our is, sound engineer Corey. Heineken is the best. Like it, it's your best hope if you're at like a like a Budweiser bar. Like you know, like when you're at, like a, one of those, one of the five bars. Like this is by far the fanciest beer at a small town. But yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like if, you, if you're like a Red Robin where they don't have any actual craft beer. You look like, for a Stella or a Heineken. You look yeah. for Green Glass. Yeah, if you can get a Heineken, you're, you're in luck. Because this is like actually, I'm not going to lie, kind of good. And this is the one time that I've ever bought a case of Heineken and it hasn't tasted skunked when I got it. That's the thing. is a Heineken, it is difficult to get a bottle of Heineken that isn't skunked. But if you do, it's because really Because it's not in a brown bottle, but this is excellent. Yeah. And we will credit the 850 for that because the 850 fetched this case of beer. Thanks. BMW. I do a story about the 852, but before we get into that, I want to talk briefly about our Patreon page. Yeah, I think we should. Patreon.com forward slash garbage What you'll find on Patreon Patreon is two open-ended support levels for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Head on over to Patreon.com forward slash garbage Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Metrodome. Oh, I should get a Bavuzla. <laughs> oh, no. I, what I want, really want to get is I almost bought a slide whistle on Amazon the other no, day. No, 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 no. <laughs> Some, like, goofy shit happens. Uh, <laughs> I, I should get that for when Scott eventually comes on and just have a slide whistle. Right it's here. really, really easy. Like, if you just, like, email me. As soon as you have the file, email it to me, and, like, I'll oh, keep I it. Oh, I get a real one. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay, fine. It's not going to pick up as well, but, well, like, we have eight The thing is, if I have a real one, the here. people are actually watching on the television. I think only Whoa. John actually Ooh. watches the video, and even then, I don't know if he does that anymore. Well, he I was mean, the only person to request this. Hmm. I see. All right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So I, I, you have the first topic technically, but since we had a car show, I, I put in here first. I, we'll just talk about it. Sure. Do that. Perfect Grounds 2.0. So all the, I know about <clears throat> is this person I know named Andrew had his 240 just like break. That was it. Uh, I know that they weren't doing drag racing, which means why would you do Proving Grounds? Really I saw some photos. I'm like, day. okay, so you had a margarita and you watched drifting. 
I'm using that as kind of a really, really shitty segue. Would you go to a car show like that right now? Because, no. like, no. I put my money where my mouth was and said no. Absolutely not. Like no. that, why would you do that? Well, so, all right, this is the thing. First off, Minnesota, immediately right after Sturgis, no. Like, not a chance, no. Because, A, uh, we already have enough COVID in the world, and I don't need to contribute to its spread. B, there was just a massive biker show that was, like, single-handedly responsible for 45 direct cases of COVID being, like, spread in Minnesota, not including the additional um, people that got it, you know, that it spread to. And then on top of that, I just feel like that people in... uh, that Camry's identical to that. I know. So not only did he get rid of his smoked-in Ultima, but he got an identically colored beige Camry instead from Oklahoma. But, uh, yeah, speaking of COVID cars. Sorry, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so what I was going to say was. Uh, <laughs> it was so hor- horrific, I couldn't look away. I just don't trust COVID and the laissez-faire attitude of small towns right now. People are way too cavalier. Yeah. About a global pandemic. Yeah. Like, there's a reason, like, pretty much every other country in the world has their shit together. And why we, a country that is 4% of the population of the world, uh-huh. accounts for 25% of the cases of COVID and in why the world. And why we are not allowed to travel fucking anywhere. No, not at all. I can't even, if I wanted to leave, I couldn't. And We're so, allowed to go three places in the world, none of which you'd want to go to. I think it's like Libya and, no, it's not Libya. Where is it? It's uh, We're, uh, I saw a map. I should pull it up. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Libya. Libya and like... It's like Libya and, like, Georgia and, I think, like, I don't know, like, Tasmania or something. In Google, you know, you get the predicted yeah. search results. I typed, where U.S.? That's all I typed in. First result, where U.S. citizens can travel. Second, where U.S. citizens can travel now. Followed by, where's my refund? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can travel to Albania, the Republica Dominica, oh. Kosovo, Maldives, Mexico, North Macedonia, Serbia, and Tunisia. The Dominican Republic and Tunisia are the two places I want to go. I actually would voluntarily visit those places without any of the uh, uh, the cut-down uh, travel recommendations or guidelines or whatever. Anyway, tell me about how you feel about... Uh, uh, so... Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Friday of last week, it's it's Monday now, we're recording a day late, but I got a text message from a friend of mine, and she was like, are you going to Proving Grounds, this event up in Brainerd? Uh, I'm just like, okay, I thought it was canceled, to which she replies, I also thought it was canceled, but apparently it's not, so are you going? But like, okay, so Proving Grounds, you guys have listened to our old podcast. You know exactly what it is. I mean, we we all go to a racetrack. We camp there. We drink very heavily together. We watch cars at very close proximity, and that's that. Uh, I did a little bit of research. The tickets were heavily discounted. Oh, really? How much were they? They were about half off. So you could do a full weekend Mm. with camping for like 45 bucks. Actually, I'm not going to lie. Having that in mind, I do want to change my answer. Okay. If Sturgis wasn't... Like, literally the weekend before. And I know for a fact there was overlap between those two communities. Yep. If it wasn't for Sturgis, if this was Proving Grounds 1.0, I would have gone. Yeah. 100%. But that price? That's yeah. that's a good point. Because Proving Grounds is pretty... No, it is 100% outdoors, unless yeah. you're in a condo. Yeah. You're, you're pretty much going to be fine. 
And I mean, especially like, if you wear a mask. Yeah, if you wear a mask, you're gonna be okay. You're out like away from people. Um, yeah. And with that, it's a, a lot of that is because of the price. Where yeah, a forty five for the weekend is pretty good. You're out like whatever the fuel to go up there. Well, because all right, so think about it this way: forty five bucks, and if you have some friends that are out there at proving grounds, mm-hmm. you can. I mean, obviously, you have the ability to socially distance while you're there. You don't have to, but you can. Well, I mean, it is physically possible. That is such a vast geographical space where, like, yeah, most of the I mean. time when you're hanging out, you're at least that far away from other people anyway. Yeah. Because, like, you don't want to be next to these so basi- body-toting folks. Yeah. So, basically, what you're doing is you're paying $45 to go camp out and have a fire and mm-hmm. then tell your friends where your fire is. And if they want to join you, they can. At the very least, you can socially distance, yep. watch some motorsports, and get out of town for a little bit. Yeah. And honestly, that sounds like a really good idea to me because I don't, you know, I would not think of it in my, my headspace would not treat it the same as a normal proving grounds. And I, I think would, headspace is important. Yeah. I think, but if you, if you take that and you go, hey, I get to get out of town, I get camping with some motorsports. That sounds awesome. And Had that's I what you known get. that that wasn't canceled a week ahead of when I was made aware, which is a day before it happened, I yeah. might have gone. But, like, our podcast recording was supposed to happen during yeah. that time and everything like that. And, obviously, we and pushed my, back, my, which my other, worked out My really other well. issue, though, is the whole Sturgis thing. Yeah. Um, my, my boss went to Sturgis, which is why I stayed completely out of that quadrant of our building. Building. Yeah. Well, for two weeks. I'm finally going back in there now. But the thing with Sturgis is it is pri- uh, predominantly an outdoor event. Um, there were two geographical centers where a ton of... Transmutation or whatever you buy, transmittance, I guess. Transmission. Yeah, transmission happened, and it was indoor bars. Yeah. There aren't that many there because it's not that big of a downtown, so that was significant. But I didn't bother to ask if my boss had been to one of those places. So no, I'm not that was responsible that. for yeah. like seventy-five direct confirmed cases, and like that is an unacceptable number well, we in my mind. Forty-five cases as of uh, this afternoon in Minnesota that were directly correlated. To exactly, that. and like the seventy-five initial will yeah. flare like crazy. Oh, it's gonna be insane. So yeah. especially when you get you know people in the same community that were at Sturgis, which are now going up to Proving Grounds. Also, you have to understand that the 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 sort of person that goes there, those are the people that uh, don't give a shit. About oh yeah, it. no, like, no, no. They're, they're flying that, the blue lives matter flags. Yeah, these, and, these are people who yeah. just spit in your mouth, like instead yep. of shaking your hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> I hate those folks. Yeah, like the, these are that. That's kind of what you're dealing with. So like, it's gonna like, yeah, like under normal circumstances, it would spread. But now with the clientele, it's gonna mm-hmm. spread like way more. So that's that was a huge reason why I chose not to do that, and that's actually why I also didn't go to Cash at the Creek uh, for August, which. I was really bummed out about. I went to the July one. It was good. I could socially distance, but yeah. like, it's one of those things. Like part of the allure of that event is being really crazy right by the tower. And that's the thing is, I was by the tower, but I kept my distance. I was down. I, I was upwind. I can't six be as feet fun. Away. No, it wasn't. It sucked. Yeah, because so. like I, I went there with a whole bunch of ones in my pocket, and I'm like, I don't want to get that close right. to people to yeah, bet. You can't shout at the person next to you saying, I'll t- you want five on this lane? You want yeah. five on this no, lane? No, I can't do that. So I'm like, at that, <clears> that's, why I, that's why I chose not to go to the August. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to do anything else. Not to mention weekend. it's like an hour drive each way, minimum. And that's I'm fine with that drive because I actually like long drives. I do too, but not like that. <clears throat> I listen to audiobooks, so here I am. Fine. Um, you and your Audible. I know, right? Um, 
And yes, hey, Audible, it is, if you want to sponsor fact, our Audible. podcast, we yeah, can. Actually, we, I would really love uh, Audible sponsorship. <laughs> I've got a lot of books I want to get. And I only got like six free credits left because I just kind of store them up. But anyway. Dang, um, you were robbed. <laughs> I know, right? Um, anyway, so what I was doing instead of going to um, Proving Grounds was mm-hmm. going on bring a trailer for my job. Um, <laughs> Good segue. And uh, I will have to say that as far as drift cars go, you mm-hmm. are no longer. I wouldn't recommend drifting S13s anymore. Okay. They're they're no longer drift cars because now a literally brand new FRS or well, Toyota 86 yeah. is an equivalent budget buy to a uh, S13 because of the listing that I made was the most expensive S13 that ever went to auction, and I'm waiting for it to boot up here. There we go. Oh, God, the screen cap is off again. Hold on. Oh, the screen cap isn't working. I tested Ooh. it before you got here, and it was working perfectly. But anyway. There you go. So anyway, what I was saying was, no reserve, 1990 Nissan 240SX, 74,000 miles. Manual? Manual. Nice. Grandma owned. Uh, pig nose. Super mint. All the guy did was do a detail to it. $32,750. Just let it hammered it. That's nuts. It's Yeah, that's the price for a pretty much like the greatest 240 you can get right now. It, this one is not restored or anything. I mean, it's got blemishes. It's a survivor. Like, it's got a rattly exhaust. The muffler is like broken in three different places. But can you imagine if the probe had been rear wheel drive? The probe would have been amazing rear wheel drive. Because this. It like uh, let me I'll oh, scroll down. Here it looks like here. a probe, yeah. That that is a first gen probe right there. Yeah, it looks just like a probe. Yep, it's great, <clears throat> and and the probe isn't a bad looking car either. No, it isn't, but it was cursed with front wheel drive always. Yeah, so the um, yeah this two forty SX hammered at thirty two thousand seven hundred fifty dollars, which is as is that much more than it costs new. That's yes, it has to be. Now is it more than that cost new? Um, it, if you adjust for inflation, it's more than it costs new and it also costs more than a BRZ, the most expensive version of the like GT 86, <laughs> like the Subaru BRZ, like the, the, the only... one that comes with optional leather. Ooh. Yeah, well, st- uh, yeah, optional leather. But that's the thing is the only way to get a BRZ more expensive than this 240SX is to get an automatic transmission, which you don't want, which makes it then worse. Why is it more? Just cause it's rarer? This? Oh, initially. No, yeah, like a okay. brand new yeah. automatic. Like, if you were to buy a 2020 BRZ automatic, like fully lo- loaded, limited trim level with eyesight, every single option, you could just barely squeak out this 240. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's totally insane to think about buying that to drift it. So, luckily, the buyer did not do that. The buyer actually has a car collection himself that includes McLarens and all sorts of other stuff like that. Um, and a 240SX was his first car. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, he actually kept that in his collection with his other like nice cars until about three years ago when he let his brother drive it and his brother crashed it. So what you're saying is I should find a red 1991 SW21 Toyota MR2 non-T-top five-speed NA right now and buy it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I would. It sounds like a good buy, actually. I'd very highly recommend that. Um, <laughs> Dang it. Because well, that was my it, first car, and I loved it. Yeah, that car is very, very cheap. Uh, and then you could actually... Actually, one sec, let me buy one first, and then you can no, go... No, damn it. You can go 
big I, dick swing all your money away. Oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> so <laughs> spend it all on cars. <laughs> I don't have any money. Oh, it was a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, well, it it was angry at me over the weekend. Well, I think yeah, I know I saw that. It pissed oh, everywhere. Oh God. But um, when the guy in the 2.0 T Audi next to you at Micro Center says he's concerned about how much coolant is coming out of the car, <laughs> you should take him seriously. As we were commenting on the timing chains in the rear mains, he was like, by the way, your car smells heavily of coolant. I'm like, that's normal. It's a Ferrari. He's like, there is a substantial puddle under your car. And I asked, how substantial? And he said, it is now expanding beyond the wheelbase. I'm like, okay, thank you. I appreciate the heads up. I had a brand new OEM hose in my garage. It is now fixed. But yes, he was not kidding. It was leaking a ton of coolant. <laughs> it's beyond the wheelbase. It's beyond the last tread on the tire. Yes, that is at the point in which I consider it concerning. <laughs> I mean, I am not on much of an incline at this particular place. It's at the Micro Center right across from where Jana works. And it's like, okay, um, all right. Well, the temperature gauge is good. So I'm going to assume everything's fine. But... Uh, I had to fix the Ferrari over the weekend, and boy, let me tell you, that is not a car you want to fix. So, you know what I was just realizing? What? A Ferrari, the predecessor to your car, the Ferrari 348? Yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of the rubbish one that nobody really likes. It is indeed. Uh, that is also about the same price as a 240. No, those didn't get quite that cheap. They didn't get into the 30s? They... Well, I they, think they I, might have touched the high I, I, 30s. I think, I think the 348. It, go on Brand Trail and just type in Ferrari 348. And see I'm going to do it down here so that people can see yeah, what I'm doing just, here. Just uh, do that and let's see if the 348 was on was in the 240 price range. Because I know the 340 is uh, the poor person car if you're looking for a Supra. Yeah, I mean, the, the cl- I was surprised because that white one locally that had like the racing seats in it. Oh, God, that's gross. That thing was terrible. It went for like 45 grand. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it did. It it, it just barely. So you thirty eight could... five in sixteen. Oh, dude, what? Oh, it was the engine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Thirty five in twenty nineteen. So all right, you could fee- and this is brand trailer. Wow, so, that's a red car too. Let's so look on that you, one. You could you could take and that one's only bid too. It wasn't actually sold. Oh, it didn't sell. Yeah. Oh yeah, gray dot. But um, that's the thing. Is it's also it's brand trailer price. So I mean, you could probably drop five grand off. Okay, of fine. For this a, one for hammered at thirty eight five. Yes, yeah, you're yeah. right. Because like bring so, a trailer cars. You let's, can let's level. I mean, they bring more money. They do. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is the the reason you <clears> have a premium on bring a trailer is because you're getting a premium oh, product. God. You're not getting. You're not getting a 240SX that's made out of, like, Bondo and has, like, 13 different vents across the entire car. You're getting a 240SX that's, like, grandma-owned prior to the seller purchasing it. However... And it's, like, <clears throat> totally unmolested all the way down to the cracked exhaust. This car is the wrong colors, but it is in very good condition and state of repair. It only has 31,000 miles on it, and it hammered... In March of this year for thirty eight five. So you can totally feasibly get a kind of <laughs> shitty three forty eight. You could get a red manual, than... not great three forty eight for the same price as a really nice two forty SX. So that's officially a drift car. I think that people, I'm fine with that. I'm I would love to see people drift three forty eights because I could care less about this couldn't car. Couldn't care less. Um I couldn't care less about this car. I thing. want if somebody drifts one of these, please contact me. I want to buy your top mechanism because three forty eights had manual tops and three fifty fives didn't. 
And my top is now manual, but it would be easier if I had a 348 top mechanism. So <laughs> let me know. If any of you guys have 348s right and you want to sell your top now. mechanism, let me know. There you go. So the new drift car of 2021 will be the Ferrari 348. Can you imagine but, how terrible those are hey, to drift? Can, can you take a look at that the rear suspension of that? Because I wonder, is that a uh, double okay. wishbone rear yeah, suspension? Yeah, I think the, the suspension's actually good. That's pretty much carried over. So that was actually, that's why people drift the S13 still, is because of, uh, yeah, so it is a double wishbone suspension. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, that's why um, people drift the S13, is because it's got a double wishbone rear suspension, McPherson front struts. So you can get, like, crazy camber up front and make it easier for when you're sliding sideways to control your vehicle. But you're going to be able to keep a consistent tread patch in the rear, so you'll be able to put down, you know... 800 horsepower out of your turbocharged LS and, and actually make sense of it. These engines hold up pretty well to boost, actually, too. So, so this is, like, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful. It's a V8 already, so you don't have to pay to make your 240 not have 120 horsepower. This already has 120 horsepower, whatever it came with. <laughs> I don't actually know what they came with. I think it was low 300s, maybe like 310 or yeah. 315. So, uh, comparable to a Supra, a stock Supra, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you're basically getting a stock Supra for a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what a value With, the 348 yeah, is. Yeah, this is a great car. Honestly, the 348 is a great value. It's not a bad car. It is just, it's the E21. It is so <laughs> much worse than the cars that came <laughs> yes, it after it. And, like, even the 328 was kind of endearing. Well, yeah, exactly. Like So, because uh, the, th- the 328 was the last of, like, the really Magnum-styled Ferraris. Yeah, it was the last of the three the 308s. And it's the one that you, yeah. you see it and you think you saw a 308. And that's the one weird. you could yeah. potentially live with. It's yeah. that reliable. So, so and, and that's the thing. It's like, so the, the, the 348 is just like that weirdo sort of car where, it, yeah, it, you know what? It, it, it's a perfectly good car. Do you know what it is? Hmm. It's the new Mondial. It's what it is, yeah, because the Mondial is <laughs> like. <laughs> Everyone sold their Mondial now that they're worth a little bit more money and they hopped into a 348. <laughs> so now, now I guess our new question is going to, or new. The 348 <laughs> challenge. The, three, the cover trust 348 challenge. That would be easier because it's a longitudinal engine. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. It's longitudinal, but you still can't put a straight six in it, though. You cannot. So, you so you're limited to pretty much the same, but actually worse because it would have to bolt to the transaxle or bolt to a Porsche transaxle. Because okay. there are a lot of adapter plates for transverse engines, and there are very few for longitudinal. Hmm. Well, I mean, they make an adapter plate. It's just going to be an LS thing. There you go. You can put an LS into it. You really, honestly, if you have a 348, get a Boxster S transaxle. Yeah, and an LS. Yeah, that'll work perfectly. Call it good. Yeah, there you go. That's your drift car. A 348 that somebody didn't do the time belt on and created a very expensive problem. Belts. And then you just go. Yeah. Oh, there's two. It's two times. Well, it, you only have to not do one to create a problem. Correct. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you blow one or both. The engine still costs more than the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is officially the perfect drift car. You can put an LS in it. It's super cheap. You can put use whatever trans a great transmission actually. Do you know how horrible like the short wheelbase mid engine taut suspension that would suck so hard to drift, but it would be so much fun to drift a 348. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you could get that down. Like it's like if it's like when you see somebody like actually drift an MR2 or a Miata, and you're like you're like having you're like this. It's, this is great. Like I yeah. can't believe I'm watching. Or this. like a Viper on slicks. Like people yeah. can do it. You yeah. just have to find that driver. It would be great. Okay, I would also, go to PG2 it would, it would if just, somebody was drifting a 348. It would also like destroy most of the world's 348s, and I'm really not a fan of the 348. So 
Yeah, I, I don't know how particularly well made they are. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, they might be fine, but like doing the engine out on my car, like it's all one inch square tube steel. Like yeah. that isn't that strong. No. <laughs> and like that's a lot of it's tire. Take one hit. Yeah, if, and, like even if you like you hit some camber on the track. Oh, it's and done. the tire digs in, like, you're going to bend the rear subframe. Perfect. Not my problem. All right, fair. So, because, like I said, I don't like the 348. In the West, <laughs> the, the fewer number of 348s I see at Italian car shows, the better. Because that's like a 360, but worse. Because I see it. I see it from far off. I go, All oh, 348s are manual, though. I guess, but I mean, 360s still, were mostly F1. You still I don't like either one of them. I would so much rather have a 348 than a 360. I, if you're a holy gun to my head, I'd take a 348 because it's more angular. Yeah. But that being said, this is the thing. We don't have this problem because the 355 exists. Every time, um, every time I see a 348, yeah, that's like off in the distance. I either get really excited because it's either I either think it's a 355 or a Testarossa, and I'm let down by both of them, and that's what that is. So thanks E21. Yeah, it's just it's the E21 of Ferraris. So it's the ultimate letdown. And yeah, just just let them all get crashed. That'll make me feel better. If oh. I saw a missile out 348, even when I see one on Stance Works on bags, I'm like, great, sure. I don't yeah, care. I don't feel bad about it. Hey, let's do um, your next topic because Jan's gonna be topic? here. Jan's gonna be here in five minutes. Oh, she's and, coming. Okay, yeah, perfect. She will love our <clears throat> Patreon question. <laughs> Excellent. So about I think. Three years ago, uh, Mercedes-Benz actually bought back one of the first delivered 1981 Mercedes SEL W126s. Um, the reason why I mention this, it is the first commercially available vehicle that shipped with a driver's side airbag. Yes, it did. Because I remember I listed a R107 and I forgot to mention that the steering wheel had an airbag in it. My editor message must have me. been optional. <clears throat> uh, SL, late, yeah. super late model SL. Maybe like a '91 would have been stock. '89, really? Yeah. Stock in '89. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so Mercedes bought that car back for a couple of reasons, uh, but the main ones were to tear it apart and see what worked and what didn't work. Secondarily, they decided to crash the car yeah, immediately see, after getting it yeah, to see, see how the seatbelts held up and to see how the airbag held up. Yeah, that, that's a sensible see, Mercedes thing to do. Listeners may or may not be aware that when you have an airbag in a car, technically it is supposed to be replaced every about 12 years for it to maintain its effective, like guaranteed nature. Nobody does that. You've never heard of anybody no. replacing an airbag. In your case, you've heard of people replacing seatbelts. But even that is is extremely rare. Um, so Mercedes crashed the car, and they had a side-by-side of their 1981 crash test and the 2018 crash test. Did it work better? Identical. It yeah, worked exactly I'm, the same. I'm not surprised at so all. So this car had like 200 and, I don't know, a bunch of miles on it. No problem. car didn't care. But fifth gear, what they did is they bought a Rover 600. I know that says Ford on it because it's not actually the car they crashed. But they were curious how, like, the average Facebook marketplace whatever car would react if you just if you just crashed I was, was going to say, because the uh, the W123 was... 126. Well, sorry, 126 was known for being an astonishingly was, well-built car. They spent a billion dollars a year in 1981 on R&D. That car is probably going to be the best-case scenario. This is a Rover, which nobody that worked for Rover knew who they worked for, and yet... They're going to crash test <laughs> also, it. Also, I was, I was going to say, not only that, but I'm pretty sure 
combined over the entire existence of Rover from their founding pre-war till um, when they Got were it. absorbed by like Geely or whoever. I think they might have spent a, th- a billion dollars on R&D throughout that entire stretch of the 20th century. It wouldn't surprise me if it was less. As I said, like, might have... Might, might have barely might have, touched that. Might have squeaked the billion-dollar mark. <laughs> but so, anyway, I thought this was fascinating because <clears throat> I heard this metric, I think, back when I got run into in my third-gen MR2 and yeah. it got totaled out. The bags went. I'm like, oh, that's kind of surprising for a 13-whatever-year-old car it was at that yeah. time that everything worked perfectly. And I did some research, and I found out that the bags were supposed to be replaced. And then I did even more forum research, and people were like, no, don't do that. It doesn't matter. The bags keep going off. So when I saw this, and it's just about to happen on the screen here, they're doing a front-end collision head-on at 30 miles an hour with this Rover family car. With a human in the car? With a human. No safety gear at all beyond what's in the car. And as you see, the airbag works just fine. So does the seatbelt. So I'd be curious... You know, if the car was 20 or 30 years old and a piece wow, of garbage, worked. like an E30, like find an E30 325i convertible with a bag and try that. I'm curious. I I'm bet it would work. I'm surprised about this Rover, actually. Like yeah. that, 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 I'm genuinely surprised that worked. The beauty is when they come up to his window and they talk to him, the engine's still idling, too. Like it didn't <laughs> shut it off. There's no fuel pump <laughs> cut off. There's no nothing. Like this is a 90s car and the airbag's fine. There, there aren't any intelligent sensors or anything, but it worked. Well, that's good. I noticed that the uh, the little side marker on the fender popped out when we crashed. Well, it is a rover. It's yeah. amazing it even made it that far with regular wear and tear. Oh, Jan is here. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, but yeah, the, if rover, um, I, I have no faith in them as a company. That's one of those brands where when things work. Nobody I'm, ever did. I'm genuinely like, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You, you drove your rover SD1? Out of your driveway, and nothing fell off <clears throat> at it's all. It's like the uh, the Top Gear uh, E Type tribute. Yeah. A thousand F types will attempt to start. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> and like they, that's their favorite car, and they still acknowledge that they're like they're terrible cars. Well, they're 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 a bit shit. They always have been, and so that's the thing. Is like, all right. So for some reason, I bring a trailer. I've gotten just a glut of British cars. Okay. Uh, I've done MGB, MGB GT, uh, a uh, TR6, um, a V, a uh, what was that? The, the what was the sports car they made the uh, the XJS, the XJS, the XJ. MG didn't do that. I'm talking about just British cars in general. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. XJS, the XJ. X, the XJ. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing Sedan. one. I really feel like I'm missing one. How how late do they go? Are you into like the XKs or no? No, I. Well, uh, I feel like I had an XK that might. It's a very forty Jaguar. But anyway, no, so I went to I, the XJ. I did was like a super late model, like the last year they made the XJ. It's like oh seven oh eight. Okay. Yeah. So like really really cool. Um, yeah. Like super like totally. Dude, they made. Hello. They made a like a, a the one that Jeremy did the range challenge and that V six turbo diesel one. Yeah. It was the like, same body style as that. Like yeah. that, that's a pretty cool car. So actually, I set a new world record for late body or late model extras because the car that you posted on Bring a Trailer set a world record. Yeah, whatever. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> if they had a wor- if, if they had a shittier writer, it wouldn't have done as well. <laughs> um, well you might be right because Scott's car had a terrible writer and it didn't do as well as I thought mm-hmm. it would. 
shorted by a couple hundred dollars. Right. A good a good rider goes yep. a long way. Afro had an excellent rider, and, and that car went didn't hammer. Weird. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. It, it's also the market too. Yeah. But well, um, yeah, this it, was pre-COVID. But anyway, so um, yeah. Anyway, this XJ I did was like I think it was like hammered like at thirty thousand dollars or something. Yeah, it was a bidding war between like two Saudi. Is that a four two supercharged car? Yeah, it's six thousand miles on. It was a four two non supercharged. Like, okay. Super mint. Some like old lady like. And died in like Pebble sure. Beach and like sold off her car <laughs> collection and like the car had six thousand miles. It had been brought into like a Jaguar dealership every six months, like to the day. And it had perfect maintenance records okay. over its entire six mu- six thousand mile life. I understand why yeah. that car went to the There's UAE. There's a reason yeah. that like some yeah. some guy in Dubai has it now. Um but anyway. Some guy in Dubai. I, I've like begun to Get, oh, it was another XJ that I had. I have a, like an older, like an 86 XJ, a Series 3 that I'm doing. That's is it a Vandenplau? No, it isn't a Vandenplau. Ah. Um, that says actually... I love that name, by the way. I am really excited that the Vandenplau was not to the trim level of that car because it made writing it go really quick so I didn't have to write down anything. <laughs> V-A-N-D-E-N. Nope. No options. It P- was just... <laughs> What was it? P L A S? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Vandenplot. Anyway, so um this these are the options on the XJ that was not a Vandenplot. Okay. Um had the leaper, which is the hood armament. Okay. Uh it had Yes. Alloy wheels. That's got alloys, that's good. A power antenna and rear climate control. It's a power aerial. A power aerial and rear climate control. And if you do not submit those with British terminology, I will be <laughs> very cross. I'm going to go back and I'll call the aerial. should. <laughs> Please do. Like, it's got a power aerial. <laughs> I did say bootwood and bonnet mm-hmm. solely because I wanted to be 100% correct that this guy wasn't like trying to blow You know that one. there are several British people yeah. masturbating when they read your, your <laughs> writing. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it was really nice riding that car because there's like four options in the whole car. <laughs> it's just like me going super fast. I'm like, cool, that's that just free money for me. All right, see ya. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, this car has been serviced. Since I've been back on topic, since I've been um, I've been riding so much about them, I've noticed that British cars, they're notoriously a bit shit, and that's true. They 100%. are not great. A hundred percent. These photos I see of some of these cars at the underside, like they just got like goopy like RTV just like holding together the heater box. I think and it's stuff. actually like road tar. Yeah, like yeah, I think they so, got a actually. great deal like, on like yeah. a thousand gallons of road tar. They're like perfect. Yeah, we don't need rubber. We've got well, road tar. Yeah, like so. The, the, I'm like I'm like seeing these like these notes from the sellers where they're like. Yeah, I had to replace like the entire wiring bumper to bumper because it was Lucas Prince of Darkness Electrical, and I'd like to make car to start once in a while. I'm like, yeah, I would too. Like, so, um, but that's the thing is like, with all this weird crap, super great. I'm like seeing these cars, and I'm like, I kind of want a Series Three XJ. I'm not gonna lie. Like, a I thought about 3... doing the Lemons Rally in a Series Three XJ. I think a Series Three XJ would actually be a really, really cool car. All like, you have to do is make sure the engine is on isolated new electronics and wiring. <laughs> exactly. So the car will keep driving even with everything else wrong. Exactly, because the transmissions in those are very mechanical. Yeah, they're TH four hundreds. Yeah, I think they're even turbo three fifties. No, they're TH four hundreds. They're turbo four hundreds. They're the beefy. 
350. So the TH400... Can we talk about the irony of the 350 being a stronger trans than a 400? No, it's the worse. It's the, better, and it's easier to service. It's easier to service, but it's not as powerful. Because the TH400 became the 4L80E. But they shared nothing. The 4L80E. The TH400 is a four, it turns into a 4L80E. Yeah, but if you want to build one to hold power, you build a Turbo 350. You built four LEDE actually, but well, yeah. But if you're building a three-speed, <laughs> yeah, you, you. I don't know why, but you build a turbo three fifty. I just know they had TH four hundreds in them. And I Interesting. Know that they're, they're, it, okay, so they're, they were they're the most, almost identical. The single most reliable piece in that entire car, <laughs> and very mechanical. However, dipstick and Bowden seals, big deal on those. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Anyway, I've been I've been reading about this, and I'm like, didn't the I, XJS I, have those too? I think they yeah, did. Yeah, they did. Oh. Yeah, the XJS had a V twelve with the the three-speed auto. Mmm. Oh. Riveting. <laughs> so, I, uh... But, but the thing is, actually, with the six-cylinder, it, it's it's actually a gorgeous engine. Is it a 3.8 or a 4.2? 4.2. Nice. It's a beautiful, like, inline That's a good six. engine. That was really so like cut down by its injection and carburation and so the that's entire the thing, life. That's what, I was th- that's what I was thinking about with that. I'm like, how much power... Like I'm like, this made... 205 horsepower that engine in like 1987 had a 46-year life. <laughs> and it made never once had a reasonable injection system in it. No, it never was, once. And that's the thing is, even with the carburation, the carburation yeah. was shit. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, I, like no, no fuel delivery system ever no, bolted to that engine never, in a factory. I honestly think was ever good. And so that's the thing is like with Jags, like that's how they all were because Jags. because even the V12 had garbage. Lucas fuel injection. It was injection. really bad. But yeah. once Lister got it, Lister made a thousand horsepower on one reliably. Huh, weird. Yeah, it's like if you just take the British stuff off, it just works. It's like the company in Finland that took a BMW M70, and like once they took off the four-cylinder throttle bodies, they made 1,200 horsepower on it. Yeah, it's really weird. It's very strange. Uh, so, anyway, I've begun to greatly appreciate Jags. Uh, because they've been kind of forcing it on my throat, like being just like waterboarded with British cars, and <laughs> now I actually like them a little bit. It's like getting waterboarded with like grape Kool Aid, and you're like, I kind of like grape Kool Aid. That's weird. Yeah, when you're done with it, you go home and you're like, I'm really craving a grape Kool Aid. I'd really like a grape Kool Aid, please. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so now this part of me, I kind of wants to get like, I really want to get a Series Three, which is the pre-updated rear end. Um, sorry. I really want to get called a, my phone. Yeah, who does that? I know. I want to. I want to get a pre, like updated rear end with like the old school taillights on the XJ. Okay. And so I want like ninety two maybe the mm. ones before that. So they did that ninety one was the first year they did that with the XJS, but with the car they did it a little bit earlier. Okay. I want to get the round headlights and the curvy taillights. I want to get LS or actually to be honest, LQ four. Because I don't want to actually spend yes, money on LS. Yes. But Hell, I want to get a freaking third gen small block. It doesn't matter. I want to get an LQ4 and put it in there and just make the classiest vehicle. And you know it's what? It's like the Dragwar, but better and no blower. Yeah. Like, I'd actually want to make, like, I'd want to make a really classy Dragwar because I don't actually care about the car. I like the car. I think it's super classy. I just want to work. You should put an LL8 in it. Actually, you know what I should put in it? I should keep it a six-cylinder. Yeah, that's why I said LL8, which is the General Motors oh, yeah, 4.2 liter, I was, I was, 290 I actually, horsepower. I was actually going to just say L28 from a 280ZX because it'll make just as much power. That actually can make more power. It can, but it's much heavier, and it, it isn't GM, which is less of a slap in the face. 
Plus, the GM one is an off-the-shelf adapter for the Turbo 350. You don't need an adapter. It just bolts on, I think. I'm pretty sure it just bolts on. You know, it's probably right. <laughs> I think every <laughs> car pre-1990 must have just had the same bell housing. Uh, it was like four bolts. Yeah, like whatever. One here, one here, one here. <laughs> it's like 10-inch square or some then, crap like that. Like Once car like crash tests actually started mattering, they're like, oh, crap, we need to have the upper bolts break first so the engine goes down. Well, then we can't off. use the turbo hydromatic 400 anymore. Damn, now we gotta make a, now we gotta figure out another transmission. 4L60E is born! Yeah, exactly. Sorry, 700R. So, anyway, long story long, I really want to get a Jag and put an LS in it. Jag. And I would love to get that to drive it from Minnesota to Monterey Car Week. That'd be cool. And they I, do the Lemons Rally on the way. Yeah, I, I'd like to do, like, I, I think I'm just have a car collection of cars that are really weird swaps. You should 1.9 TDI swap an XJ, so it's the ultimate highway car. Does, like, 50 MPG, <laughs> makes terrible forklift noises. No, I should do it in an XJS. Just a big, long, sexy <laughs> yeah. British car. Weighs five I bet that car is so- fast. No. It weighs 5,000 pounds. It's got three-speed auto. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> oh, leave the Turbo 400. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you'd be really cool? Dude, put a Cummins in it. So it's still a six-cylinder. I don't think it would fit. That's a big car, <laughs> but they're vertical. Like, whatever. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. What about one of the new um, the new Silverado six-cylinder Cummins? Oh, yeah. Engines? That'd be actually really good. Because I think those are a little bit lower. I think they're probably a little bit lower. Or you could... Yeah, oh, yeah. BMW M57, six-cylinder yeah. turbo. Those yeah, are good. that'd be really good. Actually co-developed by Yanmar Diesel Marine, so you can get the Diesel Marine controller for it. That would be very cool, Drive actually. it with a boot throttle, eh? Pretty good, <laughs> eh? It's a boat anyway. It is. Oh, I'm yeah. saying you may as well drive it with a boat throttle. <laughs> that'd be perfect. I would do that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a boat diesel inline six How amazing would that be for the, to for drive an XJS with a boat throttle? Imagine putting a boat throttle next to your normal shifter. <laughs> and they're like, what's that throttle? Like, this is my throttle. Screw the regular shifter. Use the boat thing because oh, you yeah, go backwards for reverse. reverse. <laughs> and there's already an automatic in there. It'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I have an irrational want to do this now. This would be hilarious. Have an actual boat XJS with a boat throttle and boat engine and just have it be a boat <laughs> for the I think, road. <laughs> I think we would win Lemons Rally if we did that. <laughs> Imagine the look. And you have to have the car be like absolutely pristine. So like, Luckily... Pristine XJSs with mechanical issues are very cheap. <clears throat> exactly. So this is a thing. You could get that, and you could actually drive it to Monterey Car Week, and you can get up to earshot before they even notice. No, you don't have to be in within earshot because you're in a train of cars that could be anybody's car. And if you leave that the stock like XJS exhaust on there, I'm not even going to hear it. They'll never hear it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, you'll get in there, and they'll, you'll roll your window down, and you'll go, one time you put it in neutral. <laughs> 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 and then you push the button in and rev it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. That'd be the greatest troll. I could take that to like the Jaguar concourse and just lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nice XJS. Would you mind popping the bonnet for us? No problem at all. Ah! <laughs> Some little old lady like faints in the back, and like it's like a bunch of ambulances have to come. A bunch of old dudes have like, heart attacks. The Woods got a bunch of self tappers for the Mercury Marine <laughs> for all the <laughs> throttle. <laughs> oh God, that'd be a tragedy. That'd be hilarious. Amazing. I think we should do it. I, I think, think we, we should. I, I think we need to do that and then take it if to the, the stars Jaguar ever align. I will try and find myself a very cheap, very good Jag, and we'll do that, and it'll be hilarious. I bet I could find a Yanmar controller. Oh, man, and we just have to find that 
inline six diesel. It, that wouldn't be too hard. That would be perfect. Those those cars are starting to get crashed now, and they're they're getting totaled out. So perfect. Now, anywho, I think we should move on ooh, to our Patreon. That sounds good to me, since we've done a couple of tangents, which has never happened before in Carbitrage. No, but do, we don't do tangents. No, we this we always stay on topic the entire time, and our episodes are always a very consistent length. Um, so, Patreon topic: we're gonna nail another one. Good or bad daily jobs for auto enthusiasts that yes. are related in some way. It doesn't necessarily mean that you actually like cars, but you interface with a four-wheel road-going legal vehicle on a day-to-day basis. Yes. So, do you want to get in for this, or do you yes. want to start going? Okay. Let's. Well, let's get. Let's start going. Okay. This first one is to be something that Janice <clears throat> wanted to get in for. So the first one is a fire truck driver. There we go. So, Jana, the question is, um, good or bad job for a car enthusiast? A fire, a fire truck, truck driver. driver. Bad. What? Well, why is it bad? You get to drive a fire truck. Yeah, you get to drive a fire truck, and fire trucks are really cool. But There's going to be a but. What's the but? But, like, I feel you also have to drive that fire truck with three other people, and those three other people aren't guaranteed. Not to if be you hop in people. first and floor it, and they can't get inside the fire truck. There we go. Yeah, but like you just you have to work with other people, and it's gonna be more irritating when One you're second. like this weird things going on, and you're better sorry. yet, fire truck driver. Or the rear steering guy on the ladder truck. Rear oh, steering. rear steering guy. <laughs> That's yes. the guy you want okay, to be. Okay, so we're going with a no to a fire truck driver, but a yes, yes to the rear, to the steering, rear steering guy. Steering guy. <laughs> also, I was so distracted because Jana was literally peeling a banana as she was responding to that. <laughs> our uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> our Wi-Fi at the house is called Banana-Fi. That's fair. <laughs> Hopefully the password is something very, very cool. It is, yes. Uh, you don't have to say it on the... It will not. Okay. Um, <laughs> next. Next. Oh, we should turn that down. Until the, Jana the, comes back. The next one up is an Amber Lamps driver. Uh, no. Why no? Because you're driving just a big, lumpy vehicle while somebody's having a terrible time and you can't enjoy yourself. That's you have true. to drive. You have to drive one of the most... Clunky, one of the clunkiest vehicles with the yeah, worst suspension. Honest. You're driving an E350 yeah. with a 5.4 three-valve in it. Yeah. And you're not while, having a good time. And you have to be completely smooth with your driving because yeah, you, the person behind you, you could You can't drive die. like a piece yeah. of shit because you can't drive right up to somebody and hit the brakes. To intimidate them, you have to give a smooth... The one, you have to drive like a... It's a, it's a good ex-limo driver position. That's what it is. Actually, yeah. you know what? There's one thing that would be fun about being an ambulance driver, hmm. and that would be... Having that deaf person siren, the low range siren oh, for, oh, for people that can't hear very well. Oh, that one. We should do some research and figure out when that came in, because like I don't remember hearing that up until very recently. It was, I think it was like the last like fifteen years. Because yeah, the, well the reason I don't remember it within like the last three years. I don't know, they were they were in, when we were in high school. I, I remember I, I first heard one when I was in high school. I might be deaf. You might be. Maybe you just didn't hear ambulances. Well, I was definitely way ahead of them because they drive so slowly. Yeah. If I was an ambulance driver, I would be carving through traffic, and you the know, person would probably die. May- maybe another thing with being an ambulance driver, if you're ambulance. a car enthusiast that is a good Samaritan and you just want to watch everybody in the world get green lights, mm-hmm. yeah, th- then that'd be a good job. So, yeah, that would be a good one. Um, As you're like time it so people that are having a good time get green lights behind you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that maybe be that's it. why they drive five over. 
so yeah. we can have green lights. I think that's just it, because like to be ambulance, to be a, a EMT, you have to be a good Samaritan. So maybe it's just a bunch of damn balls. Why isn't Balto on the podcast right now? I know, right? Because he, talk to he him used too. to be an EMT. Yeah. No. Well, uh, we'll have to ask him about that. Yes, we do. Now, what's the next one? A mail carrier or a yes. mailist yes. and or an Uspitz driver or a FedEx driver. Uh, yes. Why yes? Not FedEx. Because FedEx, I'm pretty sure they've had GPSs in their trucks. Aww. Uh But every time I've ever seen a UPS driver, they've been driving like an absolute maniac. That's true. UPSs, I've never seen, like, they never... drive the piss out of those trucks. Yeah, like, they start them used. up and it's already in drive like with the foot on they, the floor. Oh, yeah, they put it in a gear mm-hmm. like on like on like rev limiter. They <laughs> sound like they're, they've got like TBI 454s in them too. Like that is the laziest sounding engine Oh, ever. yeah. And they're just like going wide open throttle. Like, and then the, every time I ever see somebody like in a UPS truck, like go from a stop and they like wind up their leg like a like a, a cartoon pitcher, and they just drop it on the floor, and it just very slowly goes forward. Remember in the seventies when every dad was building his seventies bullshit car in the garage he had the big foot gas pedal i want one and Jana will not let me get one every single ups truck i think must have one of those i would absolutely the have urge one. to just smash that thing into the floorboard every single time you see it now speaking of mm-hmm. mail carriers okay the llv why oh, would you yeah. not want to drive an llv well i mean it it's is... slow it's a momentum car but no, that's the thing is the llv is literally just an extra boxy s10 it's got an iron puke in it. It's mm-hmm. solid rear axle. Remember Terminator 2 Judgment Day when yeah. they said this is the vehicle's maximum speed and they were going 60? Do you remember eight months ago when it was snowy out? Sure and do. you have LLV that was made literally in 1989 that doesn't have traction control. It's rear-wheel drive. It does have traction control. It's the fact it doesn't have any power. That it, is traction control. Well, I mean, but you can still spin the tires. Kind of. Because the tires, you know, you, <clears throat> USPS is very underfunded, so you know those tires are terrible. Oh yeah, they're they're yeah. whatever Fleet Farms house brand yeah. is. Yeah, so it's gonna be like the Douglas Ultra Sport five hundreds or whatever. You have eighty one horsepower, but it's like eighty one horsepower in an MGA where it's just like terrifying. So, I, I swear they have posies. I don't think they do. If Every, they do, I want one even more because it's a right hand drive vehicle. Posse. Can we talk very briefly about the fact that USPS just signed a contract for a bunch of Mercedes whatever vans to replace the LLVs? Uh, I did not know that, but they I, did. They're, um, they're made, we're not going to cover made, the They're topic, made in but. California, or not California. They're made in Alabama, right? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, Alabama or Georgia. One of but the, the, the Mercedes vans with USPS logos instead of the three-pointed star. That doesn't matter. I want to know what happens to all the LLVs because I want an LLV. I want one too. So we need to figure out what's going. Have on Have you seen with that those. one that's on thirteen twenty? Yeah, the swap. Yeah, that I want that. This, I want that really this, badly. It's pretty good. I would love. I, I just want. To, I want a fleet of LLVs. So I want to do everything you do with a mini truck with the LLV. I want to have a LLV with a like a dancing chassis, I guess, because you just have the whole thing. Da- like you just put on like a. I'm not a huge dan- fan a of dancer. dumped slabs. I would do that to an LLV. I would make a slab. I would make a low rider. I'd mm-hmm. make a mini truck. I'd make a drag. You know the I'd make a dock. Could, I'd have get everything. Frustrated with your project, not touch it for 15 years, and it will look no different. And you know what else would be hilarious? Mm. Uh, people actually put independent rear suspension systems into S10s for like drift. Fine, builds I'm and a Tesla stuff. slop. It then. It, well, as I was say, I would make a track truck out of it. Well, they're plenty light. I mean, they, probably, don't, they don't weigh anything. They're rear wheel driving. You put an LS in it. Tom and Brett keep telling me I need to get into spec Cayman. I'm like, no, no, no. I no, don't you want don't your shitty a, Porsche. You don't LLV, need a spec, though. You need LLV. Spec LLV. <laughs> oh, my God. Spec LLV. That'd be great. That'd be totally great. They should just continue making them. Right, so Better India, yet, India, force India, you to base it on an A, a quad, or not a quad four, yeah, R&B. R&B. An R&B. That'd be amazing. 
Well, I think India should just start making them under license and continue making the LLV. All right, USPS, mail all of your old LLVs to India. Yes. Let's see what happens. Now, next. All right. A racetrack workist. No. I don't think so either, because they're forced to live on club cars their entire life. Well, not only that, like, just... Tucker tells me about it, and I'm just like, it doesn't sound exciting. He's I visited like, him once, and it was very boring when he was actually doing his work. It was great when they were done working, but that wasn't part of the working. That wasn't the job. Oh, yeah, no, the job is you stand there. I think it's a hard zero for me. Yep, so um, no to track, uh, racetrack workist. Car wash attendant, fat no. Yeah, like you're not even in the car, and if you are, you're trying to frustratedly figure out how the shifter works in these modern vehicles. And, or, like, try to dry the car off without scratching it. Impossible. It's always some, it's always some sort of dick that goes to a car wash. Because you're not a detailer. No. So you're not getting the cool cars. And you're getting seven fifty an hour. You're getting seven fifty an hour to not be a detailer mm-hmm. and to, like, have some asshole in his, like, lease Silverado get mad because you scratched his wheel, his factory and wheel gonna on his lease. he's going to claim that you took his gun and moved it and stuff like that, strapped to his dash underneath his mega flag. Yeah, so. like, just like a bunch of dumb shit. So, yeah, so that was no to car wash attendant. Ooh, I know this next, or actually, I know mm-hmm. the next two. Auto mechanic, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? Uh, I would give that no. Why? So, well, um, this is the thing. Auto mechanic is a somebody that enjoys driving. Mm-hmm. No. Auto mechanic is somebody that enjoys working on cars. Depends on where you work. If you're an engine builder, yes. If you're just working an hmm. honest one, hell no. I am going to go the complete opposite. I think auto mechanics hate working on cars and they love driving. Well, that's the thing is you don't ever get to drive anything good. Like I, well, and their their own cars are always in terrible condition because they're always like just like tired. Yeah, like I don't want to work on my car after eight hours of work. Everybody on knows. Everybody that I know that's an auto mechanic that works on cars and doesn't have like a very unique position. Mm-hmm. Like Miguel works at a shop where he does a lot of race car stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so he likes his job, but like everybody knows it works like at a dealership. They kind of hate it. They're like, it's a job. Like that's their job. It's they like work on cars. Like it, it kind of, it isn't the same as like, but like if you're like say an engine builder for like NA performance and yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great job. Like that's super fun. There, there's a job. tremendous grain of salt, but I agree. Yeah, there, there's a huge grain of salt with that. Now, the next one. Um, car salesperson? <laughs> no. Nope. Not nope. in a million years. Nope. nope. That's <clears throat> the biggest, hardest nope in the world. And guess what? I know firsthand. And they, yeah, oh, fuck. by and large, they do not know their product. They have no interest in the vehicle. Well, this is the thing. It, talking about the person being a car enthusiast yeah. that works that job. Yeah. Even if you do know your shit, you're then having to tell Karen why... Who's already made up her mind on her shitty car and decision. She, yeah, so she's like already made up her mind. She really wants a GMC terrain. Car salesperson is the best way to beat the car enthusiasm out of somebody. Yeah, oh, 100%. I, yeah, it, it, I almost got a lease when I was a car salesman. <laughs> like, I got very... I, like, I actually got, like, really depressed. It took me, like, like years to get over it. Like, I... Anybody can do that job, God bless him. But for me, like, that was really bad for my mental health. Like, that was probably the lowest point in my life was me being a car, a car salesman. Like, I've never been more depressed. And it's because every day I'd sit there and Oof. I'd mention, like, just by chance, I'd be like, that I, we'd say, be like testing a Super Forester versus an Outback. And we get on the highway and go, oh, this feels peppier. I'm like, yeah, it weighs 200 pounds less. They go, oh, you mean it's be worse in a car in a car accident? I go, oh my god, fuck. 
No, it's not that. It weighs 200 pounds less. It's just going to accelerate better. Don't worry. They still have five-star crash test ratings. But is one better than the other because all one's heavier? No, it has no bearing on that. If anything, a car that's heavier has more weight. That's I would have already moving. tucked and rolled out of the vehicle. It, and it was on a daily basis that I'd have this conversation six times. And it was just the worst. Let's and go yeah, past this. I'm getting that depressed. one actually. Just yeah, to that one. it's a depressing job. Uh, police officer. No, slash that's meter, a terrible job for anybody to have. Unless, yeah. you, unless you're a masochist. They're they're very. Or sorry, not a masochist. A sadist. Um, I was gonna say right now is probably a really terrible time to ask that question too. Uh, police officers sometimes can be into cars, and they're always taken aback when you ask about their vehicle when you're being pulled over. But hell no, meter maids drive the worst vehicles in the world. Police officers, pretty close. Nope. Uh, I will, on. one second, meter maids, though? I mean... They drive Dodge some, Journeys and Ford some, Escape hybrids. Some, some cities still have those cool three-wheeled Dahatsu things. We'll say, meter maids in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, meter maids in our cities, though. If you're in the south and you got one of those cool little three-wheel jobs, those are fun. Um, Train engineer. Yes. Yeah, you've got a You're driving a train. Why would you not want that? Two-stroke diesel. <laughs> like, that sounds so fun. And if you have turbo failure, it looks like Satan's coming out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Not, it's not your problem. Like, <laughs> CSX fucked up. Like, yeah, oh, I'm glad I, I'm glad the engineer. I'm not the mechanic. Oh, I'd shut her down, but she's dieseling pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Ferry, All right. A ferry boat captain. I would... <clears throat> you get to see a lot of stuff. I think... Just because you're driving a boat. And you don't interface with the vehicles directly. Yeah, I like that. The person on the deck of the car ferry? Hell no. Yeah, no. The person up on the flying bridge where you're driving the giant hydrofoil? Yes, yes, I think, yes. That would be fun. Yep. All right, next one. M1 Abrams driver, so U.S. tank. No, because I, I know for a fact that the health plan's going to be really shit, and, mm-hmm. like, you're going to have some sort of back problem or something, and they're just going to throw you on, like... On oxycodone, and then you're gonna have like a chemical dependency problem, and then you're just gonna throw you out to the wolves yep, or something. Yeah, you'll be in the VA for a while, and then they'll throw you out on the street. Yeah, it's cool while you're doing it, but the rest of your life's gonna suck. In the meantime, so. you're gonna yeah. get a tattoo, and you're gonna drive a big American SUV, which means you have Ooh, no interest. Actually, no. You know what? So this is the thing. You might be a cool person, but guaranteed there's gonna be somebody in that tank with you mm-hmm. that's telling you about their V6 Camaro. Yeah, so we're gonna go with no. no. Yep, no. Nope. Okay. Uh, all right, next one. Jet pilot. Mm, Commercial? Okay. No. Military? Yes. I I think commercial jet pilots have great taste, but they gave up on their car. Shit. That's the thing. And yeah, military pilots. It's literally Top Gun. How can it not be cool? Like, how, literally, there's no way you can tell me flying a jet is not cool. Like, I wish I could do that. Ryan, it's the guy in the tank that's telling you about his V6 Camaro, though. Okay, he's on the ground. I'm literally thousands of feet away from him. And he got a missile, so he really pisses me off. I can say, oh, he got in the way. All right, we'll disagree <laughs> then. I'm going to say commercial, yes, uh, military, no. Also, if you're in battle yeah. and some guy in, like, and you're, we're fighting, I don't know, like Russia or something, some guy's talking about his, like, really awesome V6 Lada or something. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. You can fucking nuke him. Like, that's great. I don't want to <laughs> nuke him. I want to talk about the V6 Lada. Whatever. <laughs> some guy in Russia has a ah! V6 Camaro. I want a jet. Like, that sounds really cool. <clears throat> also, depends on the jet. It does. It does, because if I'm in a Harrier. Well, actually, no, because Harriers are cool. Name a... Harriers are very cool. Name a not cool jet. You just can't. Because you have the F-14 time camp, which is awesome. You have the F-16. Maybe that 15 Eagle. That's a little lame. 
but like you have the there F22 are, Raptor. There sure are uncool jets. This is F one seventeen A. This is a B two bomber. This is a B fifty two. Like the yeah, but only... the guys that went to the moon drove C threes. That they got for free. Uh, no, no, no. One of them drove. Um, oh shit! What did he have? One of them drove a cool car, but the rest of them didn't. One actually drove a C3. No, three of them, they got C3s for a dollar. I know, but one of them drove a C3 prior to that, too. Damn it, what was the car that... One of them did drive something G- really Gianna, cool. what did John Glenn drive? He was, Glenn. Yeah, he was the, the one Apollo astronaut that didn't have... Oh, he drove a... This is... Oh. Started with an N... Oh, no, it was uh, NSU. Yeah. He had an NSU oh, rotary. Sweet. NSU, are you? Yeah. yeah. So, all right, so yeah, that, that would be cool. <laughs> so that one space pilot was cool. I'm still going with no on military. No, you have a, you have a jet. Uh, like, you just listen to Kenny Loggins all day. It's so cool. They gross. Get, they what about, a, what about a wheel design? Volleyball with your friends. Uh, wheel designer, yeah. I think so, too. All right, that'd be a really cool job. Because I also like jobs where I don't actually have to, like, move. And also, you're not doing any of, like, the hard leg work or anything like that. And I like don't that. want to be, like, around people. Yeah. Uh, this wheel won't work. Why? Well, you need more metal. So... Nah, just try it. Listen, there's two things. Uh, th- these are my prerequisites. I need to be able to do my job from home. Okay. Or pilot a jet. Or a train. I don't... We could do both with, with flight simulators. Oh, it'd be so cool! <laughs> and that reaction is why you shouldn't trust Ryan with large machinery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I picture you at one of the adult sandboxes with the the backhoe, just like. Oh yeah! I wonder how hard I can ram this bucket into the ground. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I want to try and tip myself over. It sounds awesome. See, like I'm probably the best person to have operating heavy machinery, but unfortunately, most of my medi- medications do not allow that. So exactly. So I therefore would, Ryan shouldn't do them either. Don't worry, honey. I will totally get an F-14 Tomcat and find the guy with the M1 Abrams that's talking about his V6 Camaro, and then accidentally strafe him. So what about <laughs> a tire engineer? A uh, tire engineer? Yes. Or- uh, yeah? Yes. Although they're going to be Frenchists, and they will be working for Michelin, still a cool job. And or, you're going to like cars, because you will be really good at power sliding. could be that cool dude that works at Sumitomo and makes a super cheap tire that's way too sticky. Probably also going to be French and working on power sliding. Japanese. It's probably going to be French, though. And working on power sliding. He's going to be working on power sliding, though. So, and you know the guy that power slides six hours a day is into shit. Yeah. It sounds... All right. <clears throat> All right. Next one. Driver's ed teacher? No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No. When was the last time you saw a not-beige, not-Nissan Altima driving for driver's ed? Um, the driver's ed I went to, which was Bart's driver's ed in South Minneapolis, and mm-hmm. they had a V6 Camaro, but also one of the dudes that hmm. was doing the driver's test, I'm pretty sure it was a pedophile. They all are. Yeah. 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 And so, oh, yeah. yeah, that was a big no. Um, so yeah, make sure that, you that check your doesn't... shoulder before you turn left. Okay, well, make sure you reach down here to the right. No, a little further. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, just make... Oh, yeah, see, the gear's yeah, in I, drive. Um, okay, yeah. I somehow <laughs> passed my driver's test, even though that I ran over every single cone. So that man was definitely interested in other things. Or yeah, it felt exactly. really bad for me. Exactly. That's a job I don't <laughs> want to have at all. Like, I straight up backed up into the cone. I was driving my dad's brand new Ridgeline, so I had no idea where any of the controls were. Like, I should not have passed. Yeah, every single one. And I did, right away. Uh, hmm. First pass. 
had to do the 90 degree back end, and that was it. The guy was playing with the inflatable bolsters in the C43 AMG, which I took my driver's testing because it had by far the best rear visibility yeah. of any car in my family. That's hilarious. He's like, these seats are great. What are these two? I'm like, flip it all the way in. Whoa! Again, <laughs> yeah, I push it all the way the other way, and it's that is the coolest. Oh my god! He's like, oh yeah, turn left up here. I'm like, Keep so we good? Like, oh yeah, yeah, we're good. Mm. Yeah, so, so funny. Um, yeah, my driver's test was. A what are joke. some other jobs that are automotive related? What about like a car show volunteer? No, I, I think it, no. I've done it. They want. It, to they're be. all the board wives. Well, no, it depends on what you're doing. Well, I guess I've only judged so. Well, either that or they're like part of a charity or they're yeah. part of the the uh, the geographical location that's hosting you. Like they're not into cars. No. So this if is they the volunteer to do the it, they don't know any better. It's either the like also can we turn this or... off so we don't have uh, yeah Corey. Uh, uh, yeah, it's usually the uninterested girlfriends. Or, like you said, the charity mm-hmm. or the board wives. Like, it's usually an uninterested female. So, that's here, this is this is the thing. I think it's entirely, it's 100%, it's They're 100%, it's 100% de- <laughs> dependent on um, who is doing it. Because mm-hmm. if it's like mm-hmm. one of the, like, whatever your region is, car, whatever adjective, and then whatever noun, or yeah, whatever noun you choose. Hmm. So it'd be like, for example, MN Car Queens, like something like that would be like, just like an example of a generic name. Oh, um, so like you get one of these like one of these like rando groups. Like, yeah, I don't want to work there because it sounds like it'd be awful. We seen the baking on some gross parking lot while some guy with a V6 Camaro with like Hot Wheels livery on it like tries to mm. yeah, take a picture with this car and Transformers so, badges. Yeah, like, it just sounds awful. Like I don't want that. Yeah, job. take a picture, but, my Decepticon. But. but but what if it's something like drive cartel or actually it's like cool shit and cool people like, yeah yeah it's totally different well yeah and those people are they're into it but, but those are also not volunteers those are i was gonna are say like those are actually of, drive cartel yeah. people in their shirts in the hats i yeah, know what they're doing like, that have communicated and they know who's coming in and who isn't yeah so speaking think, of which st paul brewing's open again no oh, that's Yay. wonderful they reopened so hopefully maybe we'll get we probably uh, won't get a show know. this year. Twenty twenty one's fine. Because they can't. They can't. I don't they, want to uh, get more Coronas. They shit canned um, doing modest this year because of yeah, that. I which see, I'm very upset that. about because we were going to do our live show there and everything. Yeah, it's but be really I fun. I get it. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I understand why. I'm just upset with all the people. Are like, I don't need Amer- wear a mask because I'm in America. We're not communist. Like, I don't know. I, I'd rather be a communist and be dead. Like, I don't know. like I I'm. I love being an introvert. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's so, been so nice, except for I can't I've been think, thrusted into the public sphere. I can't think of any other jobs. You had me at thrust. Yeah. I can't think of any other jobs that would be good for a car enthusiast. I, what, this isn't necessarily... Park why Park Ranger? Because you get to drive around a U.S. Department of Agriculture Forest Service green no, truck of some sort? That sounds different. awesome. Like Moab, you think they're going by like foot? No, they're driving some oh, cool wait, truck around. A park around. ranger is not the department of forestry. Yeah, park rangers drive white fleet spec front wheel drive escapes. Yeah, that sounds. And fun. they're hiking most of the time. So the answer is no. Mm. 
they park rangers drive. do not like. Well, I want to work for the U.S. Department of Agriculture Forest Service. No, you so want to work drive in the U.S. Department of Agriculture Forest Service green truck. Iceland. Yeah, that in a volcano cool. truck. That's yeah. what you that want to do. Really cool. There you go. That'd be a great job. But yeah. like, I think. Uh, well, it's too dang bad. You don't live in Iceland. A what post, if, uh, post what if, person. Post person. We did get we post did, We didn't mention that, and we yeah. we we loved everything except for FedEx because FedEx they no. don't get to have any fun. Um, yeah. But like, you've never seen an unhappy UPS driver like in their vehicle. They're always like going like just like balls out everywhere. I'm pretty sure they drive those trucks with PlayStation One controllers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you either have throttle or you don't, and you have full right or full left. I think <laughs> all of it. <clears throat> I think <laughs> all their PlayStation One controllers have a little screen. They're controlling somebody else's truck. <laughs> we got this from the Predator drone guy. We think it's going to be great. <clears throat> all the UPS drivers just aren't driving their own trucks. Oh they're my just God. giving they're, somebody else is going on a trip, and they're on their own trip. <laughs> is this a bet? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> all right, I'll keep you alive if you keep me alive. All right, deal. Like that. I will drive just not crazy enough to barely keep you alive. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we talked about postal workers. Um, oh, here's another Going one. postal. This is actually a generated one. <laughs> Archaeologists. No. Because then you get to go off-roading. No, we don't. They like don't drive cars. anything manual. She, like you, You'll see some can. elements on there. Yeah, she but can. you're not going to see them no, out on the like, no, big sites. No, because, okay... I'm in a very unique situation in which we actually have civilization. Most archaeologists are going to be in the middle of God knows where for a very long time without vehicles. They're going to be shuttled around by locals. Lame. Camping out of their campsites. I was going to say, that's not really an automotive-related career. No, it's not. This this was automotive-related career. Oh, was it? I thought it was just careers. No. Anyway, so on that bombshell... On that we'll see you show. next week. We're, Bye. Wear a mask. Bye.